Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg, and welcome Blurg. to season two. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us as we construct this quilt of an experience with you. Unlike Liz Lemon, we are hoping to finish it. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Julie. And we are joining you all from Grenyarnia, the secret celebs-only country in Europe, but sort of like Themyscira from the Wonder Woman canon, where you can only enter if you have a GDP, or if you have like wealth higher than a GDP of a small country. Grenyarnia. <laughs> anyway, put on your $4,000 ham napkins and let's ride. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Sir, I have all the latest Seinfeld Vision promos. Wonderful. What's Seinfeld Vision? Well, I realize that NBC owns hundreds of hours of footage of Seinfeld from his massively successful television series. Seinfeld. So my old tech guys were able to digitally capture Seinfeld, and now we can basically make him do or say whatever we want. So for the month of October, all of our primetime shows will feature a computerized guest appearance from Mr. Jerry Seinfeld. If you didn't kill her, why didn't you stay? Quit grilling me! Seinfeld Vision! Save the cheerleader. I like the ham. I like the ham. <laughs> I like ham. I like ham. Uh, what are your overall feelings about the beginning of season two? Love it. So this is when I started. I think season two had just completed. It was on Hulu, and that's when I retroactively went back and watched um, season one and season two. So this is sort of when I started. My live love affair with 30 Rock was around this time, back in 2008. What about you, Boo? I have no idea. I've watched it so many times now, I don't know when it started. But um, I think I've expressed to you before that I'm not a big Seinfeld fan. So, like, not I like him as a person. I just never, the show just didn't didn't hit the right note for me. Um, but I think he is really bad on this episode and really funny at the same time. Like, he can't act, right? Like, his the box of what he can do is very small. But I thought he got to be himself in this, and then it was still really funny. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he knows how to do a shtick. He knows how to be himself. He can act as if he's, you know, a comedian on stage. So, I mean, it just felt like a prom a long promo for the B movie. But that Which wasn't... I've seen and is adorable, by the way. <laughs> she fell in love with a bee. My memory of it was that it was funnier than I thought it was going to be and really sweet. All right, well. But I have not seen it since it came <laughs> out. And it feels much longer ago than 2008. That's fair. Time, Julie, is just simply so wild. I don't know how to explain that, and I won't. The days fact, are long, but the months go by very quickly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so today, we won't be talking about Seinfeld Vision at all. We'll be talking about the theory of relativity. Dive in, everyone. Dive in. I'm so glad we're back. I'm so glad we started out. She enters, and she's yeah. obviously fresh from the summer, Liz, and says, Yeah, how was your summer? Hey, Gary. Fuck's Gary. How was your summer? <laughs> And then Jack comes out of underneath a table. Like, where does he arrive from? He, she's walking down a hallway, and he sort of, like, comes up and out of somewhere. I didn't do the slow-mo play-by-play of that. I wish I had now. But I assume he's a warlock. That's why his eyes are so piercing, his hair is so luscious and full, his appearances so sudden. I do think we are almost at the height of his weight. 
Oh my God. Because Jesus. They're going to blast on Jenna in the worst way ever. And, you know, Alec Baldwin is ballooning. This is pre Hilaria. That's his wife's name, not just something that's sort of funny. Um, (laughs) So, anyway, she sees Jack and she's super excited. There's my buddy. He comes out from underneath the table, the being the warlock that he is, and says, Walk with me, Lemon. I do like how they stork in immediately, which immediately walk walk and talk. Let's fucking do this. And I'm like, I'm with you. And he's talking about his cardiac event, which no one can know about. Um, interesting tidbit for the viewers. I just came in from taking the trash out of which I was probably among it. And I have just only caught my breath. It's been 45 minutes. So I might've had a cardiac event is what I'm saying. It's what I'm saying. Do you need to take a minute? I'm going to ride the big one. I'm good. Ride it. (laughs) It's a big one. It's a big one. Ride it. Ride it, ride it, Cutter, ride it. <laughs> now, the question is, which of the shows of his summer that were successful would you watch? America's Next Top P- Pirate. Um, Are you she, stronger than a dog? Or Milf Island? Or Milf Island? I would 100% watch Milf Island, no question. Um, and then America's Next Top Pirate, I love that. I love any sort of competition show like that. America's Next Top Model, Top Chef, it feels like it's in the same vein. Pirates, I'll end that series knowing everything there is about pirates. And I'll be like, yeah, no, did you see his peg leg? Yeah. That was store-bought. He didn't even craft it himself. All right? Yeah. What's our find- challenge this week? We have to, you have to turn your own peg leg. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely going to be one of the challenges. Another one, um, how best to walk the plank. Oh, no, that's how you'd be like. But when you leave, you have to walk the plank. And hold a cannonball. Oh, and then, oh, yes. Instead of snuffing out your torch, walk the plank. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> That's perfect. Are you stronger uh, than a dog? It looks like there are two new series on TV currently about animals. The Pack on uh, Amazon Prime. And then there's another one about strange competitions on Netflix. And one of them has a, a dog dancing competition. <laughs> sure. Why not? I'm into it. I don't remember the Milf Island premise being with eighth grade boys. Uh-huh. Doesn't that seem young? <laughs> <laughs> well, in 2008, we were younger. So it seemed older. But eighth graders time. weren't. 25 well, super hot moms and 50 eighth grade boys. That That's no 13 girls. years old. That's when their hormones are pumping. Yeah. Not for me. I didn't go through puberty till last year. So if we were going to do... So there, he's talking to her about Seinfeld visions. So they're going to digitally put Seinfeld in every episode, sort of like Kanye digitally put Kim Kardashian's dad on a birthday message. Who, If you got to pick your dream person, oh my God. who it was blank vision and they'd be on every show. By the way, they were on Lord of SVU was the first one they showed. <laughs> who would you pick? Okay. So I would probably Kate Winslet vision would be really good for me and really fun for me. Winslet vision. No, there's no wrong answer. It's my opinion. Oh no, there's, there's a wrong answer. <laughs> I mean, it was going to be like a character because Seinfeld is basically his character. Um, JVN Vision would be entertaining. Ooh, yes. Good one, Emma. Emma from the sidebar. I know. <laughs> JV, so somebody who's good at being themselves. Yeah. A, a charismatic recapper. <laughs> Us! <laughs> Julie Nick Vision. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I like JVN. That's a good the one. Show. Graham Norton, maybe. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, who's the Leslie, Leslie Jordan? Jordan? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Leslie fine. Jordan vision. Yes. <laughs> Leslie Jordan vision for the win. A hundred percent. Yes. See, there are writing stars. Emma there knows all of them. <laughs> I do appreciate um, the, the different versions of productivity. So Jack is like, you know, I came up with all these hit shows and Liz wore sandals. 
And that's her metric for success. Do we know what's wrong with her feet? I mean, I know she talks about it nonstop, but do we know what it is? They're just terrifying. Is it like a Schmidt situation where he has too much keratin in his toenails? <laughs> so I've been recently tasked with watching New Girl um, and have, so I might have a fuck ton of references for New Girl. I've watched four seasons and, uh, well, three complete seasons. I don't know. Why must I lie? I've watched three <laughs> seasons this week. <laughs> Not even complete because you're hitting the fast forward button constantly. <laughs> yeah. So then they show Seinfeld in all of these shows. First one being SVU. Nice. Uh, he ends up on Deal or No Deal. I'll take the deal. Um, which it's a cute idea. Why not? And then she's like, well, did you ask him? And he's like, no, but he's in Europe. So you're not going to care. And then they're going to come back and his kids are going to be like, I saw dad last night on medium. It was so awesome. It's a good plan. Remember when heroes was a thing. Save the cheerleader. Save I never got into it. Same. Well, on Liz's summer, besides wearing flip-flops, she started a quilt. She did yoga twice a week. She really feels like it's going to be her year. And just at that exact moment, Jack is picking up a DVD copy of The Biggest Loser. <laughs> Poor so uh, what's up with Floyd? So they broke up. They decided not to do Bye, it long Floyd, distance. Bye, Floyd. You suck. You moved away to Cleveland. Bye. Some people took that harder than others. I was <laughs> hard and Julie was... Others. Others. I care about as much as the writers do. And we're like, we don't care. No, I mean, it's the kiss of death whenever someone's like, it's going to be my year, and I'm very positive I'm going to meet someone else. You're going to die alone, Liz Lemon. And Jack has the perfect comeback. You're more likely to get mauled at the zoo than get married. I feel like people are always telling you you're more likely to get struck by lightning at my age. So, like, you're more likely to get struck by lightning. I'm like, first of all, I don't leave the house. Second of all, I'm not looking for anybody. So. <laughs> I have also started two quilts in my life and finished one of them. So I feel good about that. Nice. But it was a baby quilt. Doesn't matter. You finished a quilt. <laughs> I did make one adult size crocheted afghan. Hell yeah. Jesus. You can knock that out if you get a big enough yarn. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the best joke I think of this whole scene is when Jack says, put Floyd's name on that quilt. Because that's funny. <laughs> she's not okay and she's not doing well. And neither is Tracy. Who, um, this whole thing, the verbiage of this is obviously very dated. Um, oh they're not using God. it. So that was a tough slog just because none of it is, um, correct. We need a problematic theme song for parts. Seriously. Of um, this was a real rough one. So Tracy, um, was kicked out of his house, um, because she got custody of Grizz. <laughs> um, Tracy refuses to apologize because he didn't do anything wrong. And so he evidently you know how he likes to help out transgender prostitutes. Yes. How long have we known each other? A year. So uh, one year. Um, so Dot Com, who he still has custody over, which is fine. It's like his little children at best. And um, he's like, yeah, well, I see this person at the dumpster by the 40. What is it? 40, 40, 40 and 40, 40 dash 40. I'm just looking up at the, the words right now. I don't know how it's pronounced. Anyway. But Tracy's like, you don't have to live your life like this. You can be a freaky deaky and do data entry. A noble goal. Now, this is also a throwback to the first episode when he's giving tips to prostitutes and says they can also go to night school. <laughs> I mean, who else does go to She's night working school? her way through. Well, possibly me, but uh, <laughs> it isn't just that he's messing with this transvestite prostitute. It's that as he pulls the she dude out of the garbage, they take a picture and ends up in a magazine and refers to him as 
Mrs. Tracy Jordan and says she looks better in this picture than at the 2004 Grammys. <laughs> 2004 Source Awards. That would have been really funny, but that would hurt Tracy, my feelings as well. I wouldn't mind. You know, what, when life keeps handing you anchovies, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Make a pizza. So yeah, anyway, so Kenneth and Tracy have this huge problematic conversation about the quote, it's a direct quote, transvestite prostitute who was confused for Miss Jordan that did not look, that looked better than her, evidently. Um, and so Tracy's been kicked out and now he's living at 30 Rock. He has to find a place for his cockatiel. He has no idea who's going to do his banking or write his blogs or do the cooking on Taco Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Taco Wednesdays. Bullshit. I- I do love when he kneels down for Kenneth and he's like, Kenneth, will you sell this ring in, in the New York, in the Jewish part of town and then buy us a Nintendo Wii? And Kenneth with all sincerity is like, yes, yes, a thousand times yes. That scene makes me laugh and Kenneth would be an adorable blushing bride. Because he's so Then we get to see off. Jenna. And, you know, as much as I hate her, when they're mean to her, I feel bad. So... At least you have some humanity. I have no problem with Jenna. Jenna's back because Rachel Dratch is officially out. Um, we won't see her until the live episode. But she did an um, live show on Broadway, evidently. It was on, like Broadway. I thought it was on Broadway. The Broadway. The, the theater. The theater. Naturally. On Broadway. Sure. <laughs> um, and this whole song is a bop, first of all. But she had to eat four slices of pizza on stage at each performance, um, which lives with the quick math. I guess when it comes to food, she can do math at the drop of a hat. Um, 32 pieces of pizza a week, and she's put on a lot of weight exclusively in her midsection. It is just like, so they didn't even try to do a fat suit. They just put, it looks like paper or some other lumpy, <laughs> amorphous thing underneath her shirt and was like, you're fat now. It's like the rest of her is still quite thin. <laughs> but then Jack sees her and speaks the truth. <laughs> she needs to lose 30 pounds or gain 60. Anything in between has no place on television. It's so true. And then Jenna's all worried. Like, did you say anything about my weight? She's like, no, I didn't even notice. No one's noticing. And they walk into the writer's room where all the kindest people in the world are like, ew, gross, no. (laughs) Um, And then Liz, assuming that, which I do all the time, everyone cares far more about her personal life than they actually do, which is zero. And she's just like, welcome back. Some of you may be wondering what happened to Floyd, you know, my boyfriend this summer. Um, we did break up, but I am going to be fine. And then Frank shatters the illusion immediately and was like, was Floyd the black guy? Remember that she once dated Wayne Brady. Thank you. Who was a black. <laughs> he That's was a, last name. a member of the black family during the Source Awards, which, gosh. So um, now she's totally pissed. So everybody has to give her 50 ideas by tomorrow. Like, that seems reasonable. So then we go into Liz's office. Where Jenna is hiding because everyone's been mean to her. And in walks the smallest the right person thing. who ever existed in Saray. But this was my best laugh of the episode when Jenna's like, don't stand next to me. Move away. Get away from me. <laughs> and I know that feeling when you're out with someone and you're just like, fuck off. You look, just move away. Not fair. Leave me alone. Yeah. I mean, anytime someone forces you to confront your own insecurities by being just themselves, they're literally just standing there existing. And it's like, you're being a fucking bitch right now. And I hope you know that you're looking, you dare look good. It's like, this isn't a competition. It's like not a close one. Not anymore. The second best version of that is when uh, Cheyenne Jackson is singing. She starts to have a rage stroke. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And Pete is living for it. 
Yeah, and she's like, oh, your nose bleeding. She's like, that's okay, it's great. <laughs> I show happiness. It's definitely not a rage joke. <laughs> um, so not only is Saray annoyingly thin and gorgeous, now she wants them to be bridesmaids in her wedding. No, thank you. And Liz says, which is a great thing to say, I think I'm too old for this. Like, I think I've aged out of bridesmaiding. She's like, no, no. You're just feeling bad because you and Floyd broke up and you're like old. And she's like, no. She's like, we'll do it. And she immediately affirms that her worst instincts when Saria is like, now I've got my something old. It's you, you decrepit hag. It's like, these are still very young women, relatively young in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I saw your side eye. It's like, you know, young can be applied to many different things, whether it's accurate or not. But they're going to lay Fez at 10 a.m. So buckle up, kids. It's happening. So just so you know, lay Fez does not exist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I googled. I googled other spellings. There's Lafay, which is L apostrophe F A Y, which is the closest I could come to. Is that like Dufuan? Is that Dufuan's oh restaurant? You. Titus Burgess, I love you. Okay, then let's also say it's their first day back at work, right? After their mm-hmm. summer hiatus, Reportedly. and then on day two they're going to work at. They're going to go to the place at 10 o'clock in the morning? Don't they need to be at work? I don't know. She's been spinning this workaholic yarn, but you have found the gaps, much like her quilt probably has. You're onto something there, Julie. <laughs> is she who she thinks she is? No. Maybe they work later into the night since later in the week, but I don't think they work regular hours. At the beginning you're of the far week. too pragmatic for this. You're just like, what's you're your schedule? Pregnant. I'm like, oh, this woman's <laughs> <laughs> So now they come the next morning, Kenneth is there and wakes up Mr. Jordan, who couldn't sleep. And she kept his sharper image, white noise aromatherapy machine. She Which I immediately I want. the sound of the ocean and the smell of bacon. <laughs> what would be your perfect combination of scent to, to sound? Uh, that is a really good question. Thank you. I mean, I would say fresh baked cookies, but I don't think that would put me to sleep. So I love the smell of incense. I am a nog chumpa burning former hippie doodle. So Nog Champa and then just funny lines from New Girl on a loop. Yeah. They just laugh me to sleep. What about you? I don't know. I don't do well with sounds. Um or most things in life. The smell you sleep in a dog bed. I really stops <laughs> you from sleeping when it's time. No, but if it's like an intentional sound that I'm that I'm putting on specifically to sleep. I don't know, probably the smell of like, oh, there's where my dad's old work, there was this one room that housed all the old equipment that smelled amazing. I would bottle that smell. So Kenneth is completely falling into the role of office wife and wants Tracy to go with him to Bed Bath and Beyond. And then an old friend is having her baby shower in Long Island and they can swing by there and thought they could just stay in for dinner. Tracy is having none of that. <laughs> Absolutely not. And Kenneth is still just like, well, I mean, I went with you to the Black Vampire movie, but I guess I'll just tell my friends that you had a migraine or something. And Tracy's like, cool, great compromise. Well done. Awesome. No subtext. Doesn't read any of it. He's not a subtext kind of guy. He's, He's not. The real Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> so Jerry Seinfeld is looking for Jack Donaghy. He's got a bone to pick with him. I don't know what happens to Kenneth in the air, in the elevator. He just turns into a little girl. <laughs> And he's doing, I guess, one of his comedic bits. I thought for a comedic bit it had to be funny, but he was like, I don't know which bone I'm going to pick. He's got some bones. I'm going to pick one. <laughs> cool. Yeah, can't act. So now we're in <laughs> Les Fez's, this is, and there's a veil that costs more than my couch. 
Is that comedy or do you really have a $300 couch? Uh, both. Both. 100% both. Now, did you, they talk about, did you, oh my God, this is the best part of the whole episode. They're fantasizing about being a bride and they flash back to baby Liz and she's married to Saul Rosenbear and this is son Richard from a previous marriage. <laughs> and then he cheated on me with the lamb. <laughs> Whoever that little girl is who plays little Liz, oh my God, this is Saul Rosenbear. I'm like, <laughs> I know, when did you turn into like, a Jewess from Queens. I have no idea. But she, that little girl, that little Mayan Bialik, whoever the hell that was, is so <laughs> It's all Rose and Bear and a son from a previous marriage. <laughs> Such a realist. <laughs> so it was later played by her daughter. Like her actual daughter played young Liz eventually in the series. Mm. But I don't think so in the very beginning. I love that. Isn't that super cute? Mm-hmm. Super cute. Super cute. So then Sari finds a dress that she likes, but of course it's way too large for her to try on for herself. So could Liz try it on for her so she can see how it hangs? And Jenna's like, I would do it, but you you do it. You're closer. You're like, uh, okay. Sounds good, Jenna. Liz tries on the dress. She's in love with it. Oh my God, it's on sale. And Sari's like, uh, I can't ever, I can't buy anything on sale. Aris would never forgive me. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, zero out of 100 gemstones for Aris as a person. Mr. Seinfeld's here. I got nothing. Oh, Jerry, wonderful. Please, come in, come in. Can I get you uh, some water? No, thank you. Would you like some tea, some coffee, some iced coffee? We have iced tea, we have some juice. All all right, all right. I'll just uh, give me a water if that just moves it along. Okay. Boy, have I got a presentation for you. This presentation is going to uh, knock your socks off. Here, let me close this window so we don't have any glare on the monitor. How was your weekend? It's Thursday. Well, I mean, last weekend. It was very nice. Can we just move this presentation along, please? It's Seinfeld Vision. And giving America the programs they like with a star that they love for one incredible month of television. What the hell are you doing? With you people, what's happened to this network? <laughs> Call off your goons. So Jack's about to freak out because Jerry Seinfeld is there. He thought he was in Europe. He's asking, yeah. <laughs> he's upset. He's like, Well, he looks the way you did when I tried to hold your hand on that jet. You're, I just love the idea of Jonathan trying to hold me. I'm guessing he was like a turbulence hit, and he just grabbed his little hand, like, Hold me. That's the only time to go on a plane with someone you love. Because otherwise, they're going to see you and just like raptured in panic. Or you can use it to make a move. <laughs> now we go back to Jenna and uh, Tina, Liz. And she says, if you close her good eye, you look just like Courtney Cox. Do you remember what happened to her eye? She has one good eye and one bad eye because her sister peed in one of her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember that one. Which episode is that from? I don't know. One of the earlier ones. So the lady who's trying to make a sale says you should buy this and save it for your wedding, um, which like such a good idea, a hundred percent a great idea. And she makes great use of it later in the episode. But uh, <laughs> Liz gets a call from Jack. She's part of the Saul situation, and so she has to run back to Thirty Rock wearing her wedding dress. Cut to her in her wedding dress. 
with Jerry Seinfeld. What a fantastic sight. Yeah, I can't imagine anything sadder than pre-buying your wedding dress before meeting your fiance. Nope. Unless it's just... for like a fun slumber party like they did on Friends. I, I just feel like I feel like it's about my wedding as a kid. I just There wasn't a Saul Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. But during this first tour, she's in regular clothes, right? Yeah. Was she? Okay, yeah, yeah. In the first tour. Yeah. My bad. I skipped ahead. I got ahead of us. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Because she, she, has has she broke up with her boyfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Summer. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm doing great. I'm totally over it. And he's like, Are you still talking? She's like, I haven't talked to him since I don't know August 9th, 4:17 p.m. She's like, it's yeah. he's over. like, yeah. it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. Evidently, and this is how we know until. But also, uh, what do you know, Seinfeld? <laughs> According to Jerry Seinfeld, this is how you officially find closure. You pick up the phone, you say, I don't love you anymore. They say, I don't love you anymore either. And then you grab scones. If there's no scone, it's not there's yet. no recovery. There's no recovery. Yeah. I have never said that to anyone. Ever. <laughs> Let's get a scone. I, I don't love you anymore. Oh, well, that's hurtful. <laughs> that's very hurtful. Yes, but I don't, I have closure and I've never said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it often goes without saying. Yes. <laughs> Seeing as how we haven't spoken in a month or two, I think we're pretty much done. Yeah. So then Tracy gives uh, Liz a list of things to do, and she says, just as Tracy said to Kenneth, I'm not doing any of that. 100%. No, there's no way that any of that's going to happen. What all does he ask her to do? I need you to go to my house and pretend you're doing a survey for the Ramford group and then ask my wife if she's sleeping with D.L. Hughley. <laughs> So then Tracy recognizes Jerry Seinfeld from that three three way or whatever they had with Elaine Boozler that night, and Jerry's like, "Yeah, that wasn't me." He's you know like, what? "Oh, I you're right. Was- I think that was a mirror." <laughs> Fantastic. Jack is now hiding at the elevator, trying to escape. Really, you don't even work on that floor. Why is he using that elevator? Or is she up on his floor during the tour? I think he's definitely on their floor. We've seen that hallway several times. Right. Uh, separate tumble. Yeah, yeah. But she's giving a tour, so. So we're trying to get Jack's attention, and then she decides to call Floyd. <laughs> Hello, I'm I'm sorry. May I speak to Floyd, please? Oh, he's in the shower. Um, well, I am conducting a survey for the Ramford Group, and um, how old are you? Uh-huh. Yeah, and your weight. And when was the last time you had intercourse, you dirty slut? Who the fuck is in there? I went off book for a little bit. The character just spoke. Um, and then, who is this? Who are you? I'm your worst nightmare is who I is. He's <laughs> got a girl over there already. This is so embarrassing for you. <laughs> so how can I help you, Jerry? We've got Jerry and Jack finally in the standoff. Yes. Um, and this is the first mention we have of one of the many European countries that only exists to rich people. Um, so Jack presupposes that it was Svenborgia, but absolutely not. That's it's a it's a level even Jack can't comprehend. Um and so he flew back because his mother called and said he was going to be on Law and Order and ER. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack goes like full crazy. That's the beauty. It's all done with computers. Twenty five sexy moms, fifty sweaty eighth grade boys, and one beloved American comedy star. <laughs> this Wednesday on MILF Island. And then during the negotiation process, um, Jack asked Jerry, well, like, which would you like to be dis- digitally inserted into? A sentence that was very uncomfortable for me, and yeah. I can see for both of you as well. <laughs> um, 
Jerry likes Lost, which is obviously not an NBC program. Um, and then Jerry decides he's going to take it one step farther and turn NBC into the biggest Lane Bryant in Midtown. <laughs> to which Jack is like, do you have $4 million? Just like... <laughs> That's the going rate of NBC. Yeah. <laughs> now the current rate as of today is $30 billion. Damn. Damn. Good Damn. job, Julie. <laughs> I know how to Google. Oh, my <laughs> so he's like, Jerry, this pitch sucks. I know. Just give me two days. I'll come up with something and be really proud of it. Besides, you owe me. Remember St. Bart's? I saved your life from that shark. <laughs> and here's some really bad acting from Jerry. All right, Jack. I'll come back. But I still think you shot a dolphin. <laughs> No, it was definitely his better ones. Uh, I was like picturing Jack accidentally shooting at a dolphin, thinking that he's like fending off a shark. <laughs> Just wanted to play. <laughs> um, so Liz goes back to the wedding dress that haunts us all. And um, the woman immediately assumes that she's the mother. Um, and someone else is trying on her dress. Legasp. So Liz does what any normal person would do. And is like, don't buy that. That looks ugly <laughs> on you. Yeah. Now, now you'll 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 thank me though. You'll thank me later. And so she buys the fucking dress. Crazy town, bonkers. Four thousand dollar dress. She's gonna get the wedding dress, and then she's gonna have a baby, and then she's gonna die. Then I'm gonna be a super cute guy in heaven. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm not kidding, Blondie. Get out of the dress. I'm gonna spread this over a couple different credit cards. Jack is in a panic. He's already sold $20 million worth of ad time for Seinfeld Vision, and now Jerry wants to pull the plug. Which is apparently five times more than what NBC is worth. Right. So well, Jack. They need the, it. I can do math. He uh, doesn't care because he thrives in crisis mode. He looks like he's <laughs> thriving. It really does look like he's doing great. I'm brainstorming all night. Here we go. Number one? Kill, kill Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Number two? Number, <laughs> kill Seinfeld, then kill myself. Number three? Kill Seinfeld, flee to Svenborgia, then... Kill myself. She's like, I'm not having the best day either. He's like, number 70. You used to do Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Seducing Seinfeld all the way at 70. Number 71. I fake a hurricane and all regularly scheduled programming will be preempted. These are terrible ideas. He's doing great. Uh, but because there are no bad ideas in brainstorming. <laughs> Which is so not true. And we always say that at a meeting. Like, there's no bad ideas. But there are. There are plenty of bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure I'll come up with something at the 11th hour. I always do because I'm just that good. I do love that he went just like full 80s, high-end cocaine, businessman, just like, we're going to do it. We're going to keep rolling. We're going to make money. Then that money's going to turn into more money. And then we're going to make even more money. And then Liz is going to have sex with someone. And then everyone's going to hate it. And then, you know, problem solved. We did it. Kenneth and Tracy are having some bizarre bromance fight about... <laughs> Why is it that Tracy always has the subplots? I don't know. Tracy's upset because Kenneth doesn't look at him the way that he looks at Seinfeld now. And <laughs> Kenneth's all sad because he picked out all these throw pillows and he didn't even notice... <laughs> Poor Jenna arrives in a vertically striped nightmare potato sack. <laughs> Such an ugly shirt. How did I lose 25 pounds in one day? I didn't. It's visual trickery. Drawing the eye up. So Frank is like, you got to see this, Liz. She looks Jenna fucking looks bananas. <laughs> but the real crazy is in here with Liz wearing a wedding dress. It was on sale. I've quoted this line more than most other lines in the show where she's just like, we did, and I'm doing great with it. I'm doing great with the breakup. I'm doing great. Who, right. who says this is for a wedding? Anyway, in Korea, they wear white to wear. Funerals. Funerals. And then she turns it into a fucking statement, which is the most Liz Lemon thing. You're caught. You don't know how to deal with it. So you lash out. And then you're like, you know what? This is, this is an indictment on society. I am making a statement. 
that calls into question this institution of and marriage. Maybe I will marry myself and I am not embarrassed that you guys are seeing me like <laughs> So you're intending to wear that all day? Yeah, chocolate rain, maybe I am. <laughs> so now, real quick, sidebar. Yeah. There was a show in the nineties or the aughts called um shit. So there was like twins who couldn't like figure starting over, thank you, Jesus. So there were like twins who had never really figured out who liked what. So they had to like do a bunch of exercises and then a, another woman who was afraid of flying. So they like did a bunch of exposure there. Blah, blah, blah. And then a woman who ended up marrying herself, right? Because she's just been waiting. She's put her life on hold until she gets married. And I loved it. It was like every day you're like in the house, like what a challenge do they have to do now? They had life coaches. Ayanna Van Sant was on there the second year. Oh, so good. <laughs> so then they were casting for the show and I was like, I want to go on. So I... at they were like, well, what's your thing you want to work on? And I was like, I don't ever let anybody in my house, which I don't, as you may know. Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, you seem so outgoing. I'm like, don't I? What a mystery. I should probably put me on the show. <laughs> so it turned out that Cincinnati, more people in Cincinnati watch reality TV than anywhere else in the country. Because really? It's sad here. It isn't now. But back then, it was not the arts and culture hub it is now. It really was just a super sad city. So that's why they were filming here. And I made it to the final call with nine. Wow. And they took three and not me. Oh, no. Uh, Which I think says that I'm healthier than the rest of them. But either way, I didn't get to be on the reality show, but I really wanted to. Oh, my God. You got so close. That's so, so cool. <laughs> but they're like, that's, that's really weird. I'm like, I know. I could work on it. In the start of <laughs> but anyway, there was a woman on there who really legitimately married herself, picked out the dress, made vows to herself, had a ceremony in front of everybody. They're like, if this is what you're waiting for, for your life to get started, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Have all your friends, have a party, marry yourself. Let it go. Would you marry yourself, Nick? I think I might have to, honestly. (laughs) Dream of getting married? I don't dream of getting married. I anticipate maybe. I don't know. I don't really think about it, honestly. Well, I'm asking you to think about it. Okay, I'll think. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm asking you to think about it with me. I would marry you, obviously. But we're already going to co-own a dog, co-home. We might as well. I mean, you're you're gonna have to let me in to the home, right? Not to your psych- <laughs> <That's a fair laughs> not letting you in like psycho spiritually, but I mean, obviously not. If we co home, you get to live there. I mean, I have had roomy, so I'd be in your home. Amazing. It would be I our would, home because we've co home. Our house is a very very final. All right, well, we're back into the episode. Jerry is in her dress, and he's like, "So you called that boyfriend, huh?" <laughs> and. <laughs> And it went well. Yeah. And then they do like a Seinfeld Seinfeld off. Do we try it? Yes, yes. Let's go for it. I'm Who would you like I'm to be? I'll be I'll be Liz. So you called that boyfriend? Yes, I did. And it went well. No, it didn't, Jer. A woman answered. Another woman already? What did you say to her? I did a fake survey. You did the fake survey. I know. I'm not over it. And I'm wearing this. What is the deal with my life? Are you imitating me? No, this is what I sound like when I cry. I think I'm a little insulted. You're insulted? I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack is freaking out. He's got nothing. Mr. Seinfeld's here. Oh, Jerry, wonderful. Come in. Can I get you some water? to fucking kill him. Oh, my God. Uh, he just picks up, what was it? The uh, The wine thing? The wine it was chiller? Like a, it was a figure head, wasn't oh, it? Was a, oh, my God. Like a statue kind of thing. 
like very heavy art. <laughs> I just relate so much to the waiting to the last minute, accomplishing nothing, and then <laughs> killing kill the person. <laughs> just begging on his hands and knees and his rumpled up shirt. And then Kenneth comes in and he's like, call off your goons. <laughs> <laughs> so then they start bargaining about giving a million dollars and five free commercials for the B movie. And you let me run this for one week, $2 million for the charity of my choice, 10 free commercials for B movie. And then he looks right into the camera opening November 2nd. <laughs> and I do nothing. <laughs> and we settle in one night. Doctors Without Borders, which is the which is the charity, Roker in a Bee costume, Grandiana. <laughs> and then they come upon Tracy or Liz in her wedding dress. Did a Korean person die? <laughs> which how fucking wholesome is he? At times, you know, other times brutal. Um, so Tracy's like, "Don't do it." I know what me and Kenneth have looks perfect on the outside, <laughs> <laughs> but it's work. Damn it, work. And then. It's still the first week of the back from hiatus. And Liz went from doing yoga twice a day or twice a week, wearing sandals, starting a quilt, and is now in a wedding dress, slumped on the ground, talking to Tracy Jordan and freaking the fuck out. So Jack comes in and is like, I thought this was going to be your year, bitch. (laughs) What happened? Girl. I couldn't even hold it together for one week. Not you, Jack. I can't have a heart attack and pretend like it never happened. (laughs) And <laughs> she's just like eating a fucking ham. <laughs> oh, oh ham. <laughs> and then I do like at the end where um woman's like, don't ever say you're just you because you're better than you. I'm not going to let you give up. This is going to be our year. Now give me the ham. I and like the ham. And then as Liz is walking away, she's like, $4,000 ham napkin. <laughs> <laughs> I look pretty good though, right? <laughs> don't push the lemon. Nice, there it is. And then back into our pizza episode. Pizza. It's a funny one. I think it's a funny one. The reviews of it are not great, but I thought it was just great. Surprising. I know. I mean, it's probably just because of Jerry Seinfeld, honestly. Probably. They're like, it just proved that he can't act, but that the show is good, you know. No, it's a strong side. This is an abbreviated season, but it's a it's a good one. Is it an episode you crave to go back to? No. I mean, I think Jerry Seinfeld's performance. I mean, I'm just not super into him. I much prefer the next episode, which is Jackets in the Game. Any There's more episodes? Sorry, it's a Devin Banks one. Any Devin Banks one. Any Elaine Stritch. We're down. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's head to the chat and give this one some jump stones. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Emma. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> 89 from Julie, 89 from Nick, and a low ball of 80 from Emma. I don't like the Jenna fat stuff. I don't think it's funny. That's fair. I don't think most of the Tracy storyline's funny. <laughs> so The Jenna showing her skinny dress is funny. <laughs> the vertical stripes was the best part of it. <laughs> yeah, and it's stupid and mean and not funny. Okay, so I'm sorry. When I mean, 80 is not low. It <laughs> it's is just low. lower than you <laughs> You guys were like, I won't rewatch this, so it just barely doesn't get a 90. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Kenneth is hilarious. So you take the 0 to 100 very seriously. For Julie and I, it's like... Slightly more seriously. to 100. 
any it can't be a 90 unless I actively there's a scene I want to go back and see it. But it did make me laugh and made me laugh out loud. When Genesis to Suri, don't stand next to me. Move away from me. I literally like howled in my apartment. So all the stuff around the buying the wedding dress and wearing the wedding dress, like that was a great runner. (laughs) Well, and where that ends up, and they're wearing like these teeny tiny yellow dresses five years from now or whenever Saray actually gets married. (laughs) Oh my god, we did it in under nine hours. Can you believe? Blurg is a project of Teen Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.